Now for the business news. Ko taku hoa e nāinei, ko Nona Peltier, who joins me in the studio. OK, now I know scammers, all right, we've been talking a lot about these because it seems to be happening more frequently. Efforts to fight scammers and online fraud is tricky for consumers to navigate. What's the latest? Yeah, well... It turns out I did some additional checking because consumers are being contacted by financial service providers, banks, you name it, um, with phone calls or emails with embedded texts. Mm-hmm. I mean, embedded it links. links. Sorry, yeah. thank you. Embedded links. Now, you sh- we're always told don't click on those. But how else do people communicate in the digital age? It's really tricky for consumers to know when they should be accepting a link to something and when they shouldn't. Mm. Myself, I would suggest be cautious at all times. You never click on a link without verifying the source. And that's really what it comes down to. I talked to the financial services uh, uh, markets authority, rather, financial markets authority, and they said, you know, that it's it's a regulated activity. People are, you know, regulate uh, financial service providers if their license are allowed to solicit uh, their customers with offers and so on. But there are rules. And if consumers have any doubts at all, they should interrogate the person who's contacting them. If it's their financial service provider, they'll have additional information that the the consumer can check to verify that the person was legitimate. They but in all t- at all times, consumers really do need to be vigilant. It's an, not going to be easy, and nor should they expect that other people who are contact- contacting them are, are won't embed a link. I mean, people are honest, right? But there's these scammers. They're not honest, and they are using the same tactics as legitimate service providers yeah. in terms of contact. And interesting, and obviously financial services go beyond banks, but it's interesting that the banks have got together and they're actually trying to come to an arrangement not to send embedded links in text. 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 Yeah, in text. So, so definitely, if you see an embedded link in a text, do not click on it. Up. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the population apparently increasing. Where is the growth now? Well, we got some numbers from Stats today, and for this is for the year ending June. So these are the annual numbers. Uh, there was a 2.1% increase uh, in population. That works out to, I think, 105,000 people. Actually, I didn't write it down in this story. But in any case, it's quite a lot. It's more than 100,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. What did I say? 105? It's 105,000. 900. Okay, we'll pretty close on that one. Okay, that's a 2.1% increase. I've already said that. And that's two years, uh, that falls two years of uh, lower growth rates. And now the growth is right across all the regions. All 16 regions have seen some growth. On the downside is that the number of deaths have exceeded births. So there's still been a population increase because we've had migration. But if you were just going on natural attrition of the population, we would have been down because there's more people dying than there are being born. Gotcha. All right. Now, but there has been some flow on effect as a result of this population growth. And it's being felt not just in Auckland, but other centers as well, where rents are going up. Now, we saw some recent uh, data on um, the third quarter inflation data. Rents are one of the things that have increased 6%. And we're going to start, we're going to see that continuing because there aren't as many properties available. It's the old story. 
we have uh, a shortage in the, in the housing market and that's not going to change. Uh, and talk us through the markets, please, Nona. Okay, so the top 50 index had ended down more than two-thirds of a percent. That was a drop of 77 points to 10,884. That is as low as it's been in a year. Uh, now, like, but unlike us, Asia was a bit stronger because China's uh, doing some things to boost their economy. They've approved a trillion yuan sovereign bond, so that's something. And uh, the Australian dollar hit a two-year high this uh, on hotter-than-expected inflation data. So things are happening, I guess. Uh, that's changed the currency a bit. Uh, so we finished up at 58.5 US cents. 91.7 Australian, and that's because the Aussie mm-hmm. dollar is stronger. 48.1 British pence. Thank you, Nona. Kakite. That was Nona Peltier with Business News.